to Santa Barbara Talks with Josh Molina. This is a special edition because this week we are live and in person with the man of the hour, James Joyce III, who uh, ran for mayor and uh, did an incredible job, amazed and stunned a lot of people. Uh, he he um, almost did it, came in second. And, uh, you know, as, the as we got the second batch of results, he looked even better. Everybody thought, oh, he's going to end up coming in third, but he actually did really well. And so we're going to kind of talk about the campaign and sort of break it down and just sort of analyze it. And most importantly, talk about the future and, and what's ahead. And we're also here with Wade Cooper, James Joyce's political consultant, who uh, has also managed a number of successful campaigns, Virginia Alvarez, Kate Ford, Vicky Benyakov, Kristen Snedden. Your neighbor, Vicky Benyakov. My neighbor, Vicky Benyakov. We can throw a stone and hit her. Yes, we're, we, we are, we're doing it today from my house in person because Wade was so insistent and it's so much better in person. So uh, why don't we get going, um, James? Uh, so much has been talked about you and your campaign. Uh, people really felt an excitement and a, and a buzz around somebody running who was sort of different than the Democratic Party establishment. And you have your own identity. You, you know, you worked for Doss Williams, you worked for Hannah Beth Jackson. And there was this energy about you and, and this like sort of mystery, like, can he do it? You know, is he somebody that, that a lot of people know who he is, but he's worked in Sacramento and he's worked locally. So we didn't really know what to think, right? And then all of a sudden it comes closer to closer to election day and you're picking up this momentum and you know, you're getting these endorsements and all of a sudden there's this buzz around James Joyce and uh, you know, it's election day. And by the time election day comes, people are thinking, you know, Randy's probably got the edge, but James might pull this off. You know, that's what I was hearing. And I didn't hear anybody really saying, oh, Kathy's going to win. You know, it was sort of like, it's going to be one of those two. How are you feeling today? Uh, knowing that you did so well, uh, it, it wasn't quite enough, but I mean, it has to feel like a victory to some degree, right? It, absolutely. Um, and, and I appreciate that. I appreciate you, you having me here on. And, and um, you know, I think that that as I said on on election night, it, it, it you know going into to election night, I really thought it was already a victory, right? Because of that energy, because of the more people getting engaged, um, you know, I you know pointing out that that there were people who for the first time donated over you know a hundred dollars to a campaign, right? Uh, for the first time, walking neighborhoods, and these are retirees who've seen it, been involved in it, and just haven't got involved, and then. Uh, got excited about that campaign. And so you pointing out that energy, uh, that that energy to me was the victory, um, getting more people involved in the process and feeling a part of the thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, whatever the outcome, um, it was it was a victory, right? Um, but it was just one with the little V as opposed to the big V. Um, it, it, there were a lot of uh, uh, challenges during the campaign as far as getting the message out. But th for me, you know, I'm the same person today as I was then, right? And, and, and throughout the campaign, uh, you know, the best thing was that I unapologetically just got to be myself. Um, and the campaign was really about amplifying that message and getting more people to see that. And, and it was, you know, I was, I was really honored to get that, the, the endorsements of both the Montecito Journal and the, and the Independent, um, the, the, you know, the way that they laid those endorsements out and, and really laid out, you know, made a case for, you know, why I should be leading the city. Um, and, you know, it was a, a, a great momentum at that point. But at the same time, it was them recognizing that I was still just being unapologetically me and people were, 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 were gaining, uh, jumping onto that and, and, and starting to, to tap into that as folks kind of paid a little bit more attention to uh, to the election, but you know, forty-seven you know, percent voter turnout is that, that's what we were. At yeah, right? 40, yeah, forty-six a little bit. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, you you always hope for more. Uh, you always hope for for more people to engage in in the system. But you know, uh, some folks may hear, may recall this refrain that I said years ago when I was you know working in the assembly. It's like this system is not made for everyone to participate. If everyone who was eligible to participate in the voting process did, it would break. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we 47, 46 points percent turnout. Um, imagine if we had closer to 80, 90. Yeah. Right. Would we still be waiting on results? Maybe. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> right. But 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 the idea of 
you know, just a small fraction of the people who are eligible to participate in this process, this democratic process, um, only a fraction of those, those individuals actually do. Um, and that's disheartening. Um, Why did you run for mayor? To do something different, right? To shake things up a little bit. And I felt that I had something to offer a unique perspective, a unique skill set. Uh, specifically for that five-year term, right, and, and to help us move the city forward uh, in, in a in a visionary way, right, and 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 when I speak of, of visionary, I think of, you know, it. You said people were surprised on election day that mm -hmm. it was like, well, James might pull this off. Uh, that was my mindset from day one, mm -hmm. right, and 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 being able to kind of see maybe that, that was me. That was just me. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it was. Maybe it was. But, you know, that was the mindset. And that's kind of what drove me through, you know, the campaign is knowing that I, I have something unique to offer. And um, it's something that, that that folks found attractive. I mean, I knew who I was. But then when other folks point out like, hey, this skill set could be like, you know, we, we could use you as mayor uh, to be able to help bring people together. People say, oh, well, that's that's so cliche. What's that going to solve? Well, OK, let's 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 break it down real quick. What's the problem? Homelessness? What's the problem? Housing? And however we get to a solution, how does that solution start? Sit down, talk, bring people together, mm -hmm. right? And if you're doing it in an inclusive way, as opposed to a divisive and exclusive way, that builds a greater sense of ownership and community out of the end result, right? And so, yeah, it does sound kind of, you know, Pollyannish to say, yeah, let's all come together at the table and, and figure it out. But when you do that in an intentional, strategic, and inclusive way, the results are going to be better. Yeah. I've, I've always found if you get people in a room who don't like each other, mm -hmm. by the time they leave that room, they usually have a different impression where there's some progress. 100%. Most of the hate or the dislike or the implicit bias goes away when you actually see commonalities, you know, among people. So I definitely agree with you there. It's called contact theory. Contact theory. That's yeah. what Cognitive the Black Eyes based off of, yeah. contact theory. So the more interaction with somebody, the more walls break down. Yeah. Right? Um, I want to ask you, Wade, about this uh, this campaign and this candidacy. What, what was going through your mind when you first talked to James about running? And what was sort of the strategy? What was the thinking? What was going to be your your entry into this campaign? It looked very different, I think, when you started talking to James about running. And what was your plan? It probably uh, it probably is less different on the inside than it is on the outside because exactly what we're what you were just talking about right now is almost verbatim the conversation that we had the first time we ever sat down to talk mm -hmm. was about <clears throat> basically a recognition in James of somebody who creates spaces for people to come together and to talk about tough things and to make some progress. And I really, really appreciated that. And, and um, you know, as you know, I've sort of worked in this sort of gray area of democratic politics locally where, you know, I've I've always tried really hard to bring people together. And, and the first thing we were talking about is, you know, what can we do with our parks? And what can we do with maybe like, um, you know, concerts in the park to sort of widen that out, to have different types of artists, to really bring all kinds of different people in together and create a space where folks from all across Santa Barbara, across these lines of, you know, wealth or race or whatever can come together into one space and just have a good time and just be one community. And that's how this started. And we've kept that going throughout the whole race. And so when you were thinking of, you know, you got an incumbent mayor, you know, Kathy Maria, I talked to Narcelle Elliott a couple of times about your candidacy. And what she had said was, I love James like a brother. We, we went to the same school of organizing and I'm not going to begrudge him for, for running. Okay. Um, but the truth of the matter is, you know, you're, you're a Democrat. You work for all these Democrats you know, Kathy probably canvassed campaign worked for her in the past. And, you, you know, you're going up against that, you know, so how do you what was the strategy? Like, how do you make a case that that, hey, there's a progressive Democrat in office, pick a pick a better progressive Democrat? How, how do you make that case? 
I'll, I'll let you take that one first. Change, mm -hmm. uh, offering the opportunity for change. Um, and, you know, not only all those, I, you know, I've advised Kathy on is issues and situations. I mean, we've talked about, mm -hmm. about that shortly after the uh, Black Lives Matter yeah. uh, protest of, of 2020. Um, and it, it, it's just an opportunity. It, for me, it was, I was looking at it, I could do a better job. And then, so then it was working with Wade to strategize and, you know, I pointed out on election night, it was a journey for Wade and I. Like we have very different like temperaments. I'm very chill <laughs> and and like strategic and, and like Wade is like, you know, grinding, grinding the, the machine. And and like that's what I need. Uh, and it, it ended up being a great balance, right? And 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 we grew into that balance and and kind of, you know, as you heard me talk about on the campaign trail, as far as like gelling as a team, like there was really a period period of us gelling as a team, you know, my, my treasurer Warren as well, his first time treasurer, uh, figuring things out with Wade's help, but just gelling as a team and bringing on other folks as well, uh, as COVID kind of got things back in person. A lot of the team had go back to campuses, but uh, uh, you know, we, we were still in contact and still very helpful on the, on the team as well. So, um, you know, it, it really was about putting together a coalition and, you know, we had conversations about, okay, so what's your base gonna be? What's your base of support gonna be? And, you know, I really looked at the change of the community I looked at the work that I had been doing in the community, both working for Senator Jackson and being on the phones and hearing what people's concerns were day after day, knowing the pulse of the community and hearing like, wow, things are like changing a little bit here. And, and then uh, with Coffee with the Black Guy, of course, you know, seeing that, that as I'm having these conversations, more people are moving to town telling me about my program before they, like they knew about the program before they moved to town. And so, I'm seeing a lot of that change and, and just feeling like, okay, we, we need to, the city needs to help adapt to that change and, and, and kind of evolve to, 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 to the way that the city is growing. <clears throat> um, kind of like driving a stagecoach, I guess, right? You know, you, you, you got to try to try to direct it in the, in the right way. Um, and, and, you know, I, I'd like, I, I'd like to help do that. Yeah. You know, and, and I talked to, you know, I talked to Randy, um, you know, the other day after the election and, and, you know, he's interested and we're going to sit down and figure out a way for me to be helpful, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and what that looks like, who knows. Um, but there's a lot of things that I think that, that, that he admitted that he, he learned from the campaign uh, that could be, be done and could be, you know, useful moving forward and we'll see what we can do. Um. First off, not enough stagecoach analogies these days. So, <laughs> uh, but you know, just to go back to your original question, this campaign wasn't had nothing to do with um, going up against Kathy Maria, the candidate. This campaign was about James and the community and how we were going to really change the way. I mean, it sounds big and ambitious, but it was the vision of the campaign. It's just changed the way that our local government works. And so instead of thinking it in terms of how are we going after this person, it was, it was just about how are we propelling this message forward and how are we bringing more people in? I mean, if you notice, we were not negative at all throughout the entire campaign. We didn't go after anyone. James never went after anyone in a debate, aside from, aside from one joke about... <laughs> having one more writer <laughs> but but aside but I, I mean obviously that was in jest but you know we this was a positive campaign yeah. and the whole goal was to have a positive campaign because the positive campaign was part of the vision of how we want Santa Barbara how James wants Santa Barbara to look and work and feel and so it wasn't really you know this wasn't oh we got to go after the incumbent we we got to go after this person or that person or we have to target this person or that person. That was not the strategy at all. And so I, I think that bearing that in mind, you know, as, as a strategy of, you know, not targeting any individual uh, person or even groups of people. I, I mean, I, I feel like towards the end, particularly, you would have more and more people who said, you know, I was going to vote for Randy, mm -hmm. but now I'm going to vote for you. Yeah. And at the same time, you'd have people who said, you know, I was going to vote for Kathy but I'm going to vote for you. And there wasn't another campaign that was 
that was literally bringing those two groups together. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I'm, I think we're both really, really proud of that. And I, I think that uh, we s- stuck by that vision the entire time. So if you had 30 more days, do you think James Joyce can, could have pulled it off? You think? hundred percent. Uh-huh. A little more time to just sort of get the message out to people, you know? Well, yeah. what, what, there, there's a, 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 an athletic saying about like, we didn't lose the game. We just ran out of time. Yeah. yeah you know, it's that, that's essentially, you know, what, what, what it is, but you know, we, we knew where the finish line was and, and, you know, there's no regrets. We left it all out there and um, gave folks an option, gave folks a choice. <laughs> and, and I think that that, that, that choice speaks for itself. That that's a choice that, you know, uh, uh, Randy and the incoming uh, administration, like you, I'm sure you look at, 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 the numbers and it's like okay so I, I may have not gotten everyone's support but there's a group over here that I can reach out to right and 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 Randy seems more inclined to do that as as mayor elect and you know soon to be mayor All right let me and, let me talk to you about a couple of a couple harder harder hitting questions here um obviously Darcel's not going to say you cost Kathy the race publicly um she she's got a lot of respect for you other people within the party mm-hmm will say that and they feel that way and you know even if they like you um you know they feel like God, if you take james out and you take all those votes and you add him to kathy you know he's in first place yeah. or kathy's in first place um you probably heard what Doraka Laramore hall said on my podcast i know you probably didn't watch it uh, you know i know you're positive I, I, look i appreciate the clips that you put on social media because <laughs> okay. that's what i heard <laughs> okay so 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 Doraka went real deep on race okay um and so there's some things i can talk to him about there there's some things that that i can't right it you know he's talking from his perspective as a, as a black man in politics and looking at this candidacy and he's he's commenting on you but did you ever feel as though your candidacy was 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 gonna hurt the latina mexican american who looks a lot more like the people in santa barbara and did you ever wonder if if now was the right time for you to do that, as Duraka was implying? He was sort of saying, you know, if James was more bold, if James was more progressive, if James was more, uh, you know, if Jed, James led the Black Lives Matter march and was sort of hanging with those, uh, you know, organizers, would he still get the same support? He was sort of going deep on how people perceive your candidacy. Can you talk about that and, and just... I know you want to stay positive. I mean, but... a, a little bit, okay. but I, I mean, I did speak at the, the route, yeah. right? And, yeah. and uh, you know, I, I, I did start something in town called Coffee with a Black Guy, mm-hmm. not shying away from me being Black, right? Mm-hmm. And unapologetically Black about what the conversations are. And so I, I, I don't think that that argument holds much weight. Um, you know, I, I, I tend to be able to uh, speak the king's english and 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 articulate in a way that, that is is palatable for folks to, to digest what, what i'm saying sometimes but um it doesn't necessarily ring true that 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 if i were more pro-black per se mm-hmm. um you know I, I i don't i don't know what to say about that um so there there's not two james joyce's in Duraka's mind maybe there's the james joyce who campaigns and then there's the james joyce who's not campaigning the campaigning James Joyce is the real James Joyce. That's it. Same, same dude. Same dude. I, honestly, I, I, it's a, that notion is, is genuinely preposterous that there's like a, some sort of dichotomy of people. I mean, I've spent now basically a year constantly with James. He's the same dude. And so, I mean, and, and, and as far as the black brown divide, what, what was surprising but warming to me but not too surprising was the the number of latino members of our community who reached out and said we feel if you are our mayor we would be better represented we feel better represented with your candidacy and what you bring to the seat right and and what does that mean that that means they feel seen heard and as if they have a voice um and obviously that's something that they haven't felt uh in, in the past and so um, I, I think that there was something about that 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 brought on a, a lot of. I mean, you know, the the, the association of, of Rasa educators, right, yeah. um, reached out and, and interviewed and, and and chatted with them and were very helpful. And and you know, there was a groundswell of support across racial uh, uh, lines. Um, I would argue to say, uh, probably the most diverse campaign ever in Santa Barbara. 
Yeah, I think the, the black-brown divide is largely generational. I think like the older you see it more, but in my experience, you know, with, you know, even, even people our age, but definitely younger, uh, they see more commonalities between people's um, experiences in terms of, you know, not having a seat at the table and being excluded. And everyone, obviously there's different stories that led up to there, but there's more commonalities, you know? So, so I think, I think that's definitely the case. You know, I always talk about Baba Tunde. Did you know Baba Tunde? You know, and um, we, we had a meeting with, uh, with his wife yeah, just yeah. last week with uh, yeah. Miss Akiva. Yeah. Akiva. And, uh, you know, so, so, you know, when you talk about being a leader of, you know, Latinos, Mexican-Americans, you know, I, be I believe that because Baba Tunde was the kind of guy, like he was loved by Mexican-Americans and Latinos in Santa Barbara. And they did feel like, you're not like, you know, you're just the guy who looks out for us, you right. know? So, you know, it's great to hear that, you know, you're sort of getting that sort of support as well. And, and let me give credit where credit's due. Mm -hmm. Several members of the party have reached out to congratulate me on my success. Some have even um, pointed out that their belief that Kathy was the candidate that could beat Randy was false. Like they, they apologized for coming to that conclusion. Yeah. Um, you know, Darcel had, had reached out um, and we've got a great relationship. Like she, she, she's a little sis, right? But at the same time, we've kind of had to be in our own jobs, our own lanes and do our own thing. And, and so uh, I respect and understand where that is. Um, as, as, as for Duraka, I mean, you know, I, I feel it's unfortunate that, 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 that he has to be the person to come out because it's like, okay, so he's, he's, a, he's a, a former party chair yeah. searching for relevance in this election, right? And so I, that's what you got to do, right? I, I, I guess that's, that, that's what you got to do. It's unfortunate. I, I feel, you know, poorly about utilizing that and talking about it too much because to me, the way I see it is it's, it's a, um, it's a tool of white supremacy, pitting two black men against one another, mm -hmm. right? It, it, we, we, we know what that looks like throughout history and it's been utilized for centuries. And so, you know, to, to play that out in public, I'm not a big fan of, but, you know, the Rock and I have had our, our, our battles in, you know, one-on-one -on -one, right. uh, and, and I, I respect his intellect. <laughs> he, he's a smart whip and he, and, 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 and like, I love to hear him speak sometimes because of it. Like he, he, uh, uh, channels that Southern Baptist preacher in a very, you know, authentic way. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's effective uh, uh, oration, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, aside from that, I... Well, I mean... Well, and if I, if I could jump ahead. in here for yeah. a sec. Yeah. I mean, as the political consultant, it, it's bad politics. I mean, I think people in this community and in this country writ large are really tired of the politics of division. I think people are, are exhausted. They watched it for four years with Donald Trump, and they certainly don't want to see it from their own party. I think people are really tired of this kind of stuff. And quite frankly, it didn't work. So, um, you know, it, it was disappointing, but also ineffective. Yeah, you know, um, I like Duraka, you know, you know that. I, for the record, I'm the one who contacted Duraka and said, hey, do you want to talk about the campaign? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like he's like, God, I don't want to go on and bash James. I asked him. Well, that's why we're here to hold you accountable, you know, Josh. Right. <laughs> but I mean, I like to give Jarak a platform because like you said, dude is smart. Yeah. He is so smart. Uh, Jerry doesn't, Jerry Roberts does not agree with me. I feel like I'm like the lone Duraka defender these days. But um, I, I can't I, imagine why Jerry would have <laughs> an issue with. <laughs> <laughs> but we do know that he's, you know, he, he's really intelligent and he's smart and he's coming at it from a certain perspective. You know, a step away from the race issue at the core though what Duraka's big argument is James where have you been okay you know have you canvassed for have you been part of the party growing you know I know you work for DOS and I okay now this is his argument then I'm gonna let you say okay you work for Hannah Beth you know Sacramento but you know he's really big on the people who've been there you know in the evenings phone banking on the weekends the 5 a.m lit drops he's big on being going through the stages and if kathy's our candidate kathy's our candidate wait your turn james you're not alone in there all the candidates he's told the party's told wait your turn um so he's you know at his core he's sort of like james if you if you want to be mayor why don't you come to us talk to us we'll wait we'll find the right timing for you we'll support you and you can do it can you talk about 
what that when you hear that's at the core of what he's upset about i i am not and never have been gang affiliated mm-hmm. that's not how i operate <laughs> right to me that's very close to that mm-hmm. um i've been there i've worked several campaigns throughout the state uh for both uh, senate democrats and assembly democrats yeah. um I, I i i've been affiliated with the party yeah. attended gone to things you know how it is it's it's a it's it's tribalism um and and and, hey, and i'm the guy i worked for dos williams and dos williams will tell you and darcel will tell you we love josh but he didn't do enough for us to campaign for dos on the weekends and i said because i have kids and i'm not i mean i thank you for the job but that's not me. <laughs> that, that, that's you're voluntold to do things like yeah. that's a oh, I, like, that's so good. true. I, I, I'm not. I'm, that's not my style. Like I, I do what I do. I'm involved in various other things in the community uh, that that have impact, and like I'm not gonna just jump on this tribalism train in order to be a part of the machine, right? That is kind of spurting at the. <laughs> it's run on fumes yeah. now. Yeah. Well, yeah, go ahead. I, I mean, just to piggyback on that, I mean, look, here's here's the thing that I see year after year. It's a group of people that get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and more exclusive, more exclusive and more exclusive. And what it, <clears throat> I've said this before on your podcast, bad processes lead to bad outcomes and they have a bad process. And the issue is, is that, that we did participate in. We did participate. And that's the other thing. Why don't you come to us? Well, we did. Yeah. We, you, there, was a, there was a binary option. They could have gone with James. Right. And clearly should have gone with James. But, I mean, that, that's a choice. I get it. Hey, it's hard to jump off and come in. Whatever. Okay, yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. But that's just, that's a political fact. If you get fewer votes, you didn't have a better chance to win. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's the way that is. But. I mean, the fact of the matter is, as long as you're continuing to shrink your little pool of people who you're talking to, the more unsuccessful that you're going to be. And that's just the fact of the matter. And not for nothing, but, you know, all the nonsense with accusing Randy of being Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. What, what, what is that going to accomplish? Yeah. You know, and the thing that I, I mean, maybe I should say this, maybe I shouldn't, but the thing that I feel bad you for should. is the other people who are on council who they are going to have to live with the repercussions of that mailer, you know, because they're associated with the party. They're a part of the party. I, I certainly, I mean, I for certainly the record, know. the party says they had nothing to do with it. Kathy did it, but just for the record. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So then, so, but you know, they're all on that, yeah. the door hanger together. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I'm, I don't know. I haven't talked to either of them about this, but I, I'm sure that, that both Megan and Kristen are, are frustrated with that. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that, in some way, they were tangentially associated with it. And all it's doing, again, is creating division. And so now they show up on council on day one. And, you know, I mean, Randy, I mean, from everything I know about the guy, he's not going to hold it against him. So, but it's the kind of thing where over time, this stuff adds up. And this building negativity adds up and it adds up. And it reflects itself and manifests itself in incredibly bad ways. Mm-hmm. You know, and and quite frankly, I think it's a big part of what led to all the chaos on council for the last few years while Mayor Murillo has been mayor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> reflecting on the campaign, mm-hmm. are there any things you could have done better? <laughs> oh, yeah, fundraising, I'm sure. But I mean, the reality of that is, you know, part of that a, a new day, a new way mentality is it doesn't require big bucks. I mean, that's the ethics, but like we should not, you know, I came in second and was spent outspent times four or outraised by times four mm-hmm. right and so it's like is it necessary is, is i mean could we better funnel that money to you know resources in the community as opposed to frivolous campaigns right like i understand we're trying to get on uh, uh, uh even year elections to kind of increase voter turnout but when you look at all the money that was raised, all the money that was spent for 47% turnout of registered voters. It's more than a million dollars. I mean, think about all the stuff we could do with that. It's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, maybe, uh, um, I guess in hindsight, had I ever considered running for office before a year ago, I would have nurtured relationships with people who could donate 
but that would seem so disingenuous to me. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> I, right? So, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, the, the reality is I don't know a whole lot of people who can write big checks, right? And, and, and so the ones who do, I'm introducing myself to, and then I'm having to, to nurture a relationship before they write that. I, I wouldn't feel right if somebody just blanketly wrote, wrote me a, a, a max out check and I don't know who they are. I don't have a relationship with them, right? And, and so- you know, I, I well, that's when we talk about sort of that <clears throat> inherited wealth and systemic wealth. I mean, you, even though you work for DOS and you work for Hannah Beth and you've got, you've had good jobs and you've been successful, you're still starting from a place politically that Randy Rouse, you know, is not, you know, Randy Rouse has got more options in the community for, for people to write those, those checks. Even Deborah Schwartz does because of you know, you look at her, her mom, you know, in this community and Randy's own legacy. So for a candidate of color, it's very difficult to sort of be able to tap into the same financial basis in the community as some of these other, these, these candidates. So um, that being said, though, had you raised another 50 grand, you probably more people would probably know who you are. Right. So it's like this catch 22. If you, if you put a cap, mm-hmm. How does a person of color who nobody knows but is a good candidate get their message out? Right? You know, it's 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 this weird sort of thing. I I I don't I'm not sure I necessarily agree with that. Because actually what it would do is is it lowers the ceiling. And so let's say we cap it at, at 100, 150 for the mayor's race. Well, if if Randy's got 150 instead of 308. <laughs> It's half as much money. Mm-hmm. It's half as many mailers. It's God save us, half as many YouTube ads. <laughs> and it does make a difference. It makes a significant difference. And the other thing that it does is it, for those of us, particularly in the media, who spend a disproportionate amount of time concerned about money raised. <laughs> All right, let's, let's end the show right now. We're done. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. <laughs> It makes your calculus a little different Mm -hmm. because I can tell, I can, I know you pretty well now, Josh. Mm -hmm. I can tell you if, if Randy could get up to 150, stop. Kathy gets up to 150, stop. If they all get up to 150, you would not be talking about the money in the same way because the distance isn't going to be so great. And I mean, not for nothing, obviously the money was more effectively spent on our campaign than any other campaign. Uh, but, but I mean, so I, I, don't, I don't think that that's true actually. And particularly when you get down to a council race, cause you know, I did all a hunter's race too. And, and um, talk about people who had trouble raising money. I mean, good Lord, uh, she really struggled. Now, if you want to go back and look at money raised, and like what it was like towards the very end. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was hard, it was a real struggle. And so it doesn't always matter, particularly in district races, the money so much, but um, it does make a big difference to Capita, I, I do think actually, so. Do you think if Randy had stopped at 150, he would be mayor? Do, if, if Randy had stopped at 150, would James be mayor? Well, I, I mean, yeah, same question. <laughs> Who would be mayor if Randy had stopped at 150? I don't have an answer to that question. Yeah, because I mean, he did have those connections and people are voting on that. Alejandra, by the way, I'm just going to throw this back at you. She probably won by eight votes because she was endorsed by the party, right? Probably. Uh, okay, well, let's do they, this on another podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying that the party is effective. They are helpful to their candidates. The problem in this contest is that um, they could not help Kathy enough to overcome what she had done to herself I, I, in her term. Is that fair? Yeah, I, I think I think that's fair because you know she she wasn't the best candidate for them, incumbent or or not. Like she just wasn't the best candidate for them. Um, not discounting her as an individual, as a as a person, but as a candidate, uh, as a incumbent mayor, um, she. There, as we were knocking doors, there were very few people who were saying that they were voting for Kathy. So true, right? And 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 that tells me a lot of what I mean. Really, the doors tell you a lot during the campaign. Um, and and that hearing that and hearing the number of people who were of the ABC mindset, not just the the 
people who were tapped in politically, but anybody but Kathy, when I show up at the door, mm-hmm. they were delighted to engage. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that 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 indicates why the outcome yeah. is what it is. Yeah, K- Kathy's story, and you know, I tell this to her face. I have it's very sad. I mean, she's a one-term mayor, and she never got better. And rather than looking at herself and say, "How do I switch this?" because people don't like me as much as they used to. Instead, it was that those people don't exist. I'm going to continue to talk about the things I want. It's like robotic. And as we talked to, to start this conversation, real conversations matter. Right. You know? right. People connect with that. You know? <clears throat> and and your analysis on this, on, on Jerry's show was 100% right. What you just said is, is right. And particularly in a small town, I think look, it's, it's a small, as we all know now, it's a very small percentage of the population who's voting. Uh, because registered voters is half of the population and voter voters are half of the registered voters. So, you know, quarter of the people who you walk around and see at Trader Joe's voted. And a lot of those people are connected enough that they would recognize if Mayor Murillo said, hey, mea culpa, I've made some mistakes. I learned a lot and I'm going to do better. Because I have the experience now to carry that forward. But that never happened. But again, you know, when when I've talked about this with people, it's always like, that's a big ask. The ask is be different. Be a different person. You know what I mean? Like, hey, fundamentally change who you are as a human. (laughs) Who wants to hear that? That's like people (laughs) who tell me to calm down. I'm like, it's just not going to (laughs) happen. I never said those words. <laughs> you said it with your eyes, James. Sure you did. said it with your eyes. So uh, what, what happens now, James? Are you going to try to get on a commission, a board, sort of like work from within? You're going to wait five years and, and run against Randy? Uh, there's other campaigns. You obviously would be formidable in, in other races besides the mayor. I mean, what's next? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, focus. I'm getting back to you know focusing on my my uh, flow of business with Coffee with the Black Guy and and, and get back in into that. Uh, you know, uh, understandably, January and February are always busy months with that. Yeah. Um, and so scaling up. Uh, you know, I, uh, as of Tuesday, I had two paths that I would take. Right, one scaling up marginally as mayor as well, and then one scaling up back to full capacity. And so, uh, it, it's scaling that back up to to full capacity and and. Uh, continuing to impact lives with, with, with difficult conversations and, and just being me. Mm-hmm. I heard from a couple people, right? And this is not me saying this, Wade's going to say this. When he says that, it's really what he thinks. But this is not, you ran to promote your business, right? Yeah. That, you know, any, you've heard this, right? You know, I have not heard this. Any, you know, any attention you get in a campaign, you know, every, every Zoom you did, coffee with a black guy in the background, well, except for, you know, one, yeah. <laughs> you know, one, one of them, um, you know, it's not about that, right? You know, no, no, no. I mean, to be completely upfront, I was surprised as we were walking neighborhoods, the number of people who recognized me from Coffee with the Black Guy. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, I was just, you know, explaining, you know, work for Senator Jackson, work for Das Williams, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, this blank's fair. And it's like, and then for the past five years, I've been doing coffee. Oh, I, I, that's you. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll lead with that next time. It's so true. And, and so that was, to me, uh, was a shock. Uh, because that my, for me, like, so one of my mentors, the, the first Black mayor of uh, Thousand Oaks, uh, uh, Larry, Larry Horner, fraternity brother of mine, one of the recommendations he made to me early on when I made the decision, rest in peace, now he's passed a few months ago, um, was you don't want to be pigeonholed to become the Black candidate. Mm-hmm. Right. And and I was very, you know, like, well, how do I do that? I'm coffee with the black guy. Right. And I'm going to get pigeonholed. But so that's kind of why I was just shying away from mm-hmm. putting that up front a little bit on the front end. But, um, you know, it, it was really about, yeah, I can do coffee with a black guy and can, can have an impact in the community, you know, having tough conversations. But I see that skill as a transitional skill. That's something I've been talking about as far as having a different perspective, what that perspective brings as far as transitioning over into other environments. Um, so being able to transition those tough conversations, that perspective that otherwise wouldn't exist. Like there's a, I mean, there's things I had to deal with in this, in this 
campaign that I guarantee you none of my uh, the, the other opponents have to deal with. I mean, you've heard me point out the people, number of folks who have asked me, have I ever been arrested, right? Like, I'm sure no one else got asked that question, right? And, and I didn't. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. You, well, on, no, not about me, oh, about oh, James. Oh, 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 <laughs> right, right, but 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 other candidates. Not me too, about but. <laughs> but I mean that, I mean, I'm sure <clears throat> no other candidates were accosted as they were uh, canvassing about about CRT. And then I'm like, hold on, what, I, that, 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 that acronym wasn't top of my mind. So I'm like, excuse me, what's CRT? Critical race theory. Oh, the truth, right? And so then that started the whole thing. Like, you know, those are things that, that other folks weren't, weren't dealing with. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I understand that that's, that's part of it. And, and, you know, not complaining about it, just understanding that that's part of it. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, dealing with those folks uh, appropriately. Yeah. And, and I just want to flip that on its head, actually. I, I think um, when at the start of the campaign, you know, maybe there was a notion like, oh, running for mayor is going to help copy the black guy. And as James said, when we're walking around, like that completely flipped where coffee with the black guy is, is helping James run for mayor because you knock on doors. And at the start of the campaign, I mean, it's so true. At the start of the campaign, we were going district director for Hannah Beth Jackson been doing incredible work in the community for a decade, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then copy the black eyed people light up by the end. Well, obviously it was endorsed by the independent and the modesty journal, but you know, the first intro is he has a program here locally called Copy of the Black Eyes. And people go, oh yeah, of course, I've read about that. I know that. And so I, I mean, you know, it was an incredible benefit to the campaign because people say, oh, he has no name ID. That, that was complete nonsense. I mean, knocking the doors, like he had really good name ID because so the, the brand had really good name ID. And once people were able to link you to the brand, yeah. yeah. Link me to the brand as yeah. opposed to the bar on State Street. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when, when there people- There was a lot ask, of that. When people you own ask, that bar? Yeah. I would say, hmm? Do you like that bar? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you big drinker? Yeah. Oh yeah, he owns it. I do miss the peanuts, but, but no, I'm sure they'll be back as we get more COVID appropriate. If you were to run again for something, would you, would you, would you put those issues out—the coffee with the black guy issues and conversations that you have? Would you, would you put those out there a little bit more than you did during this campaign? And do you think that would help you at all? You know, if, if if Horner says don't be that guy, do you think maybe you should be a little more of that guy? If people like it, I mean, you said, but well, yeah, I, I think it was sound and sage advice, but I think Santa Barbara is a slightly different community that, that, that recognizes that as something that's useful for the community. Right. And, and so, um, yeah, but the reality of it is, Josh, I'm not interested in running for another office. I was asked to run for office before mayor and I had been adamant about, no, I didn't want to. And, and part of it, like there was a, a statewide, you know, assembly uh, seat that I was being talked to about. I'm like, I don't want to live in Sacramento. I, I like Santa Barbara. Mm -hmm. um, and I can build my business in Santa Barbara. Great. And then the, the notion of, of helping um, become mayor or helping the city by becoming mayor and helping elevate that, the, you know, the, the profile of the city that way, um, you know, that, that resonated with me. And so that, that's the decision I made. Yeah. So as we wrap up here, can you send us off with sort of like, you know, there's, there's people who are going to watch this or saying, oh, you should have been mayor. I mean, he's great. Like, I can't believe he's not mayor. There are going to be people watching who are going to be like, you know, I can't believe he did so well. You know, he, you know, I, I can't believe he was almost mayor. You know, there, there's always that side, side of it. Um, you know, let people know, you know, where's James Joy's at right now? You know, what's your, what's your future? What is your take? You know, how are you going to move forward? And what do you think of all the talk about James Joyce? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, the talk is, is kind of, it's, it's embarrassing. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's flattering because the talk is about, oh, I mean, it's not like I, I put on a, an, an air that they're talking about. Like that's me that they're talking about. Right. And, 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 you know, that was, you know, the, 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 what this campaign has done for me personally is it's it's revealed who I am. I knew who I was, but to see so many people reflect that in different ways and in in their own perspective of that is very very helpful. But for me, I mean, you know, I'm going to continue to to lean into the coffee with the black guy work, right? I'm working with a lot of companies here in town um, that, that I'm sure I can continue to to, to grow and and, and expand. Um, 
but keeping my options open, uh, not no interest in, in seeking another office to run for. I mean, you know, as I mentioned, it was a specific uh, a set of skills that I could be useful for for this amount of time. Um, there's, a, you know, commissions or something like that. That might be an opportunity. Um, but you're an entrepreneur. You want to do your own thing and lead. You don't want to be with seven other people, you know, where you get 10 minutes to say something. Right? Th that and a lot of the commissions are advisory, right? And so uh, I would prefer to have a, a, a role where you can actually do some things, right? And so um, I think that would be more in my alley. So, I mean, there, who knows, right? And, and, and my life, like I've, I've had an interesting life, I've been told. Um, and none of that has happened by me having a blueprint of like, oh, I'm gonna do this. And by the time I turn such and such, like, no, it's just making sure that I, I know who I am individually as a person make sure my skill set is ready for whatever opportunities present themselves to me. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, uh, um, I, I feel that, that that's the position I'm in. So, you know, keep an eye out. I don't, I don't know. We'll, 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 uh, we'll explore this together. <laughs> Any thoughts on your candidate here? Going for, when you hear him say he doesn't want to run for anything, does that disappoint you? No, no. actually, I, I kind of love that. I, um, I actively seek people who don't want to be politicians because I think people who don't want to be politicians make better elected officials. Mm -hmm. And I'm incredibly proud of James and everything he's done. And it's been awesome working with you. And I can't wait to see what kind of shenanigans we get into next. Yeah, no, no. Likewise, I, I, as I used to te tease Wade uh, throughout the campaign, there's a, a Fat Joe quote that I would, would pull on. It was like, <laughs> right, it was like, we're in trouble when the, when the potential mayor, who's the guy who could have been mayor, is over here quoting Fat Joe. <laughs> this is what I want more of. Right. Tell him, Wade, this James, what is the Fat Joe quote? But 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 uh, uh, today's price. Or today's price is not yesterday's price. Like this man's price just went up. He ran a hell of a campaign, right? And yeah. and and being able to be the visionary and put to like spend my five dollars so well and effectively, like that should shine through to other folks who want to run for us. I mean, like the the strategic placement of the the the, the ad buys and and how I'm uh, not going to reveal all the secret, but you know, uh, you know, the way that he goes about, you know, um, cultivating relationships, like that's invaluable to a candidate, but for the right candidate, right? And I, I think that he's very strategic in who he, who he works with as well. And he's clearly very good at influencing some members of the media. <laughs> this is not true. This is not true. So that's, that's Josh's way of blaming you for us being in person today. <laughs> No, I mean, you got some like big endorsement. You know, yeah. you, you got the, that. That doesn't have anything to do with me. That has to do with James. We know, you know, the value of the independent endorsement. Get out of here. You know, but actually that's like that, that independent endorsement, I'll just say it is like, that's huge. If somebody had told me at the beginning of the campaign that the independent is going to endorse James Joyce, <laughs> no, they're not going to, they're going to, you know, but you convince, you know, Nick and Marianne, whoever, you know, is involved there. To, to do that and um uh, that's something you can take with you forever and it certainly helped you right you know to some degree it, 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 it did but i i know the trepidation that they had in making that that endorsement and and it was this outcome um and so for for that you know i i, I don't feel great yeah. uh but at the end of the day i i i'm very appreciative for for what it you know, the win that that put in my, in, in, in the campaign and, and the Montecito Journal. I mean, like having them both lay, lay it out in such a strategic way and, mm -hmm. and thoughtful way, I think was helpful for the community, right? You know, it, 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 you know, this isn't a jab, but, you know, following the money in the campaign, like, yeah, that's what journalists are told to do. Yeah. Um, but that's not necessarily what the people care about, right? And so, folks want to know about like, okay, so why? And, and, it, and it's the vision, it's the futuristic thinking and, and, and the, the focus on leadership. And I think that that taps it exactly what Wade was, was talking about as far as people being tired of the division. Yeah, and you can jab all you want because I got thick skin and you're, it's, it's fine. I'll let you know. I always tell people to say what you want. Just don't insult my kids. That's no. my only rule. <laughs> no, man, I, I've, been seeing, I've been seeing the social media, man. Your, your daughter's a dancer, huh? Oh, she did a performance for uh, Halloween. They did an Adams Family. Yeah. She's in a hip hop class. That was dope. <laughs> she's she's uh she loves she doesn't like any of the youth sports that my son did. Yeah. She likes sort of like the individual thing. So, yeah. so you know it's it's working out um, working out well. But um, 
Yeah, no, I, I think that, that, you know, I know that, that Nick was concerned, like, oh, we're going to get blamed because Kathy loses kind of thing. But to their, well, he should feel better. Kathy was going to lose one way or the other. Credit, they went with their gut and their heart, not, not the politics. On the money thing, I just want to flip it one way. You know, we need to tell readers how much people, how much money people have. Bear, sure. Reed, Bear Reed, for example, like, is our job to let people know, you know, for the end, look what happened. Oh, no, no, no. One, one of the key journalistic principles is from all the president's men. Follow the money, yeah. right? And that tells the story. That tells a story. But yeah. there's there's a narrative that, that goes alongside and parallel to that story that I think is important to make sure it's told as well. So, no, no, please, please continue to tap into that and, and let, you know. Like I'm gonna when I, I when I sit down with Randy, let's continue to, to have these conversations about campaign finance reform. Yes. I think that's yes. that's a real issue that should be addressed. Uh, Santa Barbara is out of line largely with with cities twice and triple its size, mm-hmm. um, and I think that that's something that we can do that would make this community better, make people more engaged in the process and less disenfranchised. There was almost a million dollars spent in losing campaigns in the city <laughs> of Santa Barbara. Where twenty six thousand people voted. Yeah, I mean, come on. And you think, if you're just a regular person, and we'll wrap up here in a second. But if you're just a regular person, you think, oh, all that money goes to the advertising for candidates when you know we're like the third highest child poverty in the state. You know, it's just like hey, up from number two, man. We're doing better. (laughs) Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. But uh, the next time we all get together, it's got to be. 21 basketball because i know you like to play basketball yeah not very well but yeah and 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 i'm not as tall as you two but you can imagine how rough i get (laughs) (laughs) you know know what josh i remember seeing you suit hoops when they did the demonstration under the bridge uh oh really yeah i remember seeing that i was like oh this guy's hoop (laughs) i'm in my sport i'm in let's play all right well james i really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and talk you obviously have a you know incredible you made an incredible statement you came up short but uh like you said um you know it doesn't mean that you know you lost you just kind of ran out of time and you're going to do great things going forward and i bet this guy's going to talk to you about running for something down the road you know and wade thanks for making this happen in person and you pulled it off you know you got more attention here and now you can double your fees, right? <laughs> I still, I, I obviously, I, I would have got, you know, I wish I was making less money and had one, but, you know, I'm a competitor in art. So, all right. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right. All right. Thank you, Josh. And Take if you're care. out on your bike tonight, do wear white. Okay. Thanks. <laughs>